Welcome to the Wellness Mamas Podcast. We are committed to leading a sustainable lifestyle and making community connections. In a world where stress and chaos seem to be the norm, finding balance and fostering a sense of true well-being is essential. This podcast is your guide to embracing a holistic approach to wellness and building a healthy community around you. Each episode, we'll dive deep into various aspects of holistic wellness, including mindfulness, nutrition, fitness, mental health, and much more. Our expert guests from different fields share their knowledge, experiences, and practical tips to help you lead a healthier and more fulfilling life. Whether you're just beginning your holistic wellness journey, or you are already deeply dedicated to the practice, this podcast is for you. Join the Wellness Mamas as we uncover the secrets to holistic wellness and discover the power of building a healthy community that supports and uplifts one another. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on a transformative journey to leading sustainably healthy lifestyle. We're glad you're here. Welcome back, everyone. It's Wellness Mama Steph, and I am here with Caitlin and Taylor. Taylor. Taylor is a functional medicine PA, yes. correct? Yes. Um, is that your full title? Yep. Okay, yep. cool. So we're going to get started and talk about it. Do you have any questions for Taylor? Yeah, what's a PA? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a physician assistant, or now physician associate is the proper term technically. Um, so I can, I basically have the full scope of practice as like a medical doctor, but I have a supervising physician. Um, and there's just a couple medications that I can't prescribe, which I don't anyway. So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm a full practice provider. How cool. So yeah. functional medicine, I've heard that term before. Yes. And I understand it to be kind of you looking at the full function of the body. Can you yeah. tell a little bit more what functional means? Yeah. So I have a couple ways to explain it and I'm happy to explain it. So I always tell people on one side of the spectrum with medicine, you have conventional medicine. So what we're typically used to for like hospitals, our typical GP, general practitioner, et cetera, kind of a pill for every ill kind of a thing. And I was, I was conventionally trained, right? So in, in PA school or in medical school, we're trained to, um, see a patient, assess them, work them up, do a physical exam, diagnose them and treat them. And treatment's usually a medication, a referral, a surgery, et cetera. Okay. Um, on the other side of the spectrum, you have alternative medicine, right? That uses no medication. So we use the more, or they use more like tinctures and healing modalities and other therapies. In the middle of that, if you come to meet in the middle, you have integrative medicine. So where um, medications are used as necessary, but probably more first line is a supplement or an herb or lifestyle intervention, et cetera. And that I practice that kind of medicine, but functional medicine takes it one step further. So um, we look for the root cause, right? So I like to give an example like hypothyroidism. So someone comes into an office and say they're cold all the time and they have trouble losing weight, um, they have dry skin and maybe their hair is, you know, they're losing hair and their provider runs a TSH, which is a whole nother story, not running a full thyroid panel, but just a TSH and say their TSH is high and they're like, you have hypothyroidism. Let me put you on a thyroid medication like Synthroid, okay? So fine, I mean, I kind of do a similar thing. I obviously look at the patient, I do a physical exam, I do more detailed blood work. Um, And then, yeah, I might diagnose them with hypothyroidism 
But from my standpoint, and I might treat them, like I do use medication when necessary. It's usually not first line, but I do, there's a time and a place, right? And so um, functional medicine takes it one step further when I'm always thinking as a provider, but why is the thyroid not functioning appropriately, right? So what are some of the root causes of the hypothyroidism? How can we correct that imbalance or those kind of those root causes so that either we could prevent medication, we could get people off medication, or we could prevent further disease? So that's kind of the take there is that with every patient, I'm always thinking like, okay, they present with this, this, and this. You know, if it's hormone imbalance or infertility or um, IBS, well, what's causing that? And I'm not just slapping a Band-Aid on either medication or supplement, you know, still a pill for every ill, but I'm really trying to get to those root causes so we can get people well. Wow. That seems like what we want. (laughs) It's it's good medicine, and I think that's where I, unfortunately, in the medical field, I think traditional medical doctors view functional medicine as just either completely alternative or quackery, and it's not. It's evidence-based. And it's good medicine, you know, it's, it's good medicine. So it, I would do nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So how did you go from traditional conventional yeah. PA to functional medicine? Like what led you down that path? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to make a really long story, a little more condensed. Um, so I grew up in a, a very kind of medical health minded family. My dad was a physician. My mom um, taught fitness classes. So I grew up like active and eating healthy at home, et cetera. So it's kind of a way of life. Um, I went off to college and I took a food science class my freshman year. I I didn't know what I wanted to do with my career and took that class and I was like, I love food as medicine. Like I want to help people heal through nourishing food. So it was then that I um, decided I wanted to go to registered dietetic school. So I was pre-med, registered dietitian, went to dietetic school. And I just remember studying in class and we were learning like about FDA recommended diets. And I remember sitting there being quite frustrated, um, just saying, you know, there has to be something more. Like, there has to be something more to this. I want to learn how food affects the body and how we can nourish the body rather than, you know, what we were typically learning in school. So it was partly that that made me seek out and first learn about, like, integrative and Ayurvedic medicine and then later functional medicine. And then to put another layer on that, I was struggling with my own health issues. So in college, I had some really bad IBS, GI issues. And unfortunately, I was kind of just, I don't want to say pushed to the side, but kind of like, oh, you're fine. You're a stressed college student, like with conventional medicine. So, and yes, stress was a component of it, but I knew that there was another layer to it, right? So it was partly my own health story and then partly just me loving food and just health and wellness and how to like treat and heal the body naturally. Um, From then I graduated and I was lucky enough that my first job as a dietitian was in integrative and functional medicine and I just hit the ground running. I did like a graduate program and integrative medicine through KU Medical. Um, I did a lot of webinars, seminars, conferences. I was just like, couldn't get enough. 
Um, and I had multiple jobs as a dietitian. I actually at one point started my own business as a dietitian, and I was consulting with different functional medicine practitioners and seeing their patients. And then I got recruited to Austin, Texas to work for a pretty well-known functional medicine provider at the time, Dr. Amy Myers. Mm -hmm specializes in complex chronic illness, autoimmune issues. So it was an opportunity I just couldn't pass up. So moved down to Austin, was working there. It was amazing. I was just seeing like how a well-oiled functional medicine um, clinic was running and got to work with patients from all over the world that would come in for, you know, healing and, and a good functional medicine approach. Um, unfortunately, though, there I feel like I neglected my own self-care. Um, I was working a lot and again I was working and I was doing another functional medicine certificate at the time and working over you know maybe 50 hours a week and um, unfortunately during that time I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism and then I was diagnosed with two melanoma skin cancers at the time. So it was my wake-up call and this was in my early 20s and it was my wake-up call of like Taylor like to help people you a you have to be practicing what you preach but you need to help yourself too, right? And so I really had kind of a come to Jesus moment of, okay, something has to change here. Like I love what I'm doing, but something has to change and I have to prioritize my own self-care and mostly like my stress level. Um, so I thought about going back to medical school versus PA school, kind of came to the conclusion I didn't want to go back to school for another eight years. Um, so PA was the route to go for me and I felt like within every, I could do everything I wanted within my scope. Um, so I went back to PA school and um, went back then knowing I wanted to do functional medicine, wouldn't do anything else. Um, so I went back, learned more conventional um, medicine, which I would say was hard, but also a blessing because again, time and a place for conventional medicine, time and a place for acute care, right? Um, and then since then, graduated, um, I've worked in a couple different functional medicine clinics, and I got um, my practitioner certification through the Institute for Functional Medicine. And then recently, I'm starting my own practice in Northwest Arkansas. So very long story that includes, like I said, just my, my love of natural healing. And then obviously, like a lot of other functional medicine practitioners, like helping myself too, trying to figure out what was going on with me. And that led me to just wanting a, a different alternative approach. That's so good. We need more functional medicine <laughs> <laughs> practitioners in NWA. So such a need. And, such a yeah, need. And quality, quality accessible <laughs> practitioners. Yes. So. Yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And I, I know I when I went into the medical field, I was because I wanted to learn more about what everything meant like uh, you know mm -hmm. I, I felt like there was a a paywall you know yeah. <laughs> to, to understand what you guys are talking about I was like I need to know what <laughs> you know yes know oh yeah for sure so where do you see um the future of your your practice yeah well I'm really excited to get involved locally since my husband and I moved back I just have been feeling called to get involved locally um and I hope that you know more than anything it's a light to the community I hope that like I can and provide a place of healing and wellness um, just so people can not just live and not just survive but really thrive um, I want my patients to to live and live abundantly and feel like they have vitality and stamina to you know enjoy time with their kids or their spouse or a loved one or be outside and go hiking so that's my goal for my patients is just to help them find really like whole healing you know mind body um, 
um, spirit, um, soul, and to just help them live live vibrantly. Wow. Yeah. Love that. That's so great. That is so great. So where is the best place to contact you? So a couple options. Actually, I'd say best option is my website, and I'll give that to you guys to link, but it's okay. mywholewellness.com. And then um, email will be on there. Um, Instagram is another great place to follow me. I try to post like healthy tips and um, just good resources on there. And I'll give you guys that to post too, but it's functional med PA at Instagram. Wonderful. Okay, cool. Yeah. I know you talked a little bit about um, thyroid panel and you said TSH. I don't want to get into that, but I think that we should. <laughs> little, that's fine. I, one of my, is the tip. Yeah, one of my favorite yeah. topics. Yes. If, yes. if we are concerned about our thyroid health mm -hmm. and our family doctor is just ordering a TSH and we're like, mm -hmm. no, we think that you need to get more detailed into it. What is the full thyroid yep. panel that is like your first line of defense when Beautiful. someone's just yep. coming to you and saying like, hey, I'm tired. Yep. Like, yep. Yep. Yeah. So, realizing TSH is not a thyroid hormone, right? It's from mm -hmm. our pituitary. So in some cases, it can be accurate. When TSH rises, it's basically saying, hey, you need more thyroid hormone, produce more thyroid hormone. So it can be accurate to diagnose hypothyroidism, but it's not the full picture. And a lot of times I'll see TSH normal. <clears throat> Another side note is reference ranges on labs are not always optimal. Mm -hmm. I'll say that too, because TSH could be like five on and normal mm -hmm. on a reference range, but I like it ideally like 0.5 to two-ish, give or take, based on symptoms and other labs, okay? So um, anyway, sometimes TSH is normal, but you have low free T4, low free T3, high reverse T3, whatever. So as a tip, so what I consider a full thyroid panel, and I have this on my Instagram too, people can reference. TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, and I usually on new patient panels check um, thyroglobulin and thyroperoxidase antibodies as well. Um, you know, even if you can't get the antibodies up front, that's okay. You can kind of see what the other panel looks like. But then say you do have, you know, low thyroid hormone um, you, I would suggest getting antibodies to see, is it Hashimoto's, right? Again, is what is one of the causes, right? Mm -hmm. Is it or no, is there some other dysfunction that's causing the thyroid to not produce? Um, so that's my little tip with that. And there's, you know, obviously if you can work with a good practitioner to run those on you, be able to interpret those, um, look at optimal ranges, not just the reference range, Got because it. that's really important too. Yeah. Love That's it. an incredible yeah. tip. Thank yeah. you Thank so you. much yeah. for coming and talk with us today. Absolutely. This was so much fun. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.